Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sundays, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Tons of news to get into here today on a Tuesday. Raw was last night. It was the go-home show for the SummerSlam pay-per-view. Got all the matches for the show. Still 12 matches, and even though they gave a few of them away for free last night, they're still on SummerSlam. We can talk about the entire card for the show here today, all the matches, get some predictions, that sort of thing. But first off, the big news of the day remains Ric Flair. Ric Flair remains in critical condition. As of last word, at a hospital in Atlanta. Flair underwent colon surgery yesterday to remove a blockage that was the catalyst for a number of different health issues and included kidney failure. Those in WWE were made aware that Flair is on kidney dialysis as well. A key is being able to get the kidneys back functioning. Surgery was a success, but is noted there are more issues involved. With fans and people within the pro wrestling industry sending well wishes for her father, Charlotte Flair posted a message thanking people for their support this morning. She wrote on Instagram, Hi guys, on behalf of my family and I, we want to thank everyone for their prayers, texts, calls, and support. Our dad is a fighter, and your continued thoughts and prayers mean the world to us. We'll update everybody when we have more information. That is the latest news from the front page of WrestlingObserver.com. I haven't heard anything else this morning, and sometimes in a situation like this, no news is good news. And so we'll wait and see and hope that Ric Flair is back on his feet very soon. So that is the update right now. If you want to talk about any of these stories here today, and we got a lot of them, you can give us a call toll-free 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. Text messages can be sent to 425-780-7566. I'll be up on Twitter at Brian Alvarez. Mike is at Sempervivi. An email, brian at wrestlingobserver.com. So we'll kick it off after the break. Wrestling Observer Live. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? 
then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-813-9940. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. We're back in the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Lots to talk about here today. Raw, GFW of all things. Ric Flair, SummerSlam, 14 matches. I'm sorry, 12 matches on the show. Where did I get 14? I feel like they just keep adding them, but... Full card, Lesnar, Reigns, Joe, Strowman. Known about that for a while. Fatal 4-way match. Naomi Natalia, Alexa Bliss versus Sasha Banks. Sasha won last night against Nia Jax in her hometown in a shocker. Jinder Mahal, Shinsuke Nakamura, Akira Tozawa versus Neville. They did this match for free on Raw last night. Akira Tozawa ended his eight-month reign, but they're still doing it on SummerSlam anyway, so will it still be a pre-show match? guess we'll find out. AJ Styles, Kevin Owens, U.S. title, Shane McMahon as referee. Randy Orton versus Rusev, which is... When you look up and down this card, a completely random match. A way to get the guys on the show. New Day versus the Usos, tag team titles. Big Show versus Big Cass with Enzo Amore above the ring in a shark cage. I know you all know what I think is happening here. Finn Balor, Bray Wyatt, John Cena, Baron Corbin, and Cesaro and Sheamus versus Ambrose and Seth Rollins for the Raw tag titles. And yes, they gave away Finn Balor, Bray Wyatt for free on Raw, but they made it very clear Telling you flat out in case you're an idiot, it is the demon Finn Balor against Bray Wyatt. I don't know how that's going to make the match any better, because the match I saw on Monday night was not very compelling. Mike, what do you think about Raw? I thought it was a pretty good show, um, to be honest with you. Uh, I know what you're saying about Bray Wyatt and Finn, but let's be honest. 
They're doing that so you can have ring introductions. In fact, if you just rang the bell immediately after the ring introductions and then rang it again and, and threw the match out, I think people would be satisfied with that. Hey, I got a better one. Do the entrances, the bell rings, Finn immediately drop kicks him into the corner, goes up top, double foot stomp, and wins. I like it. That's all you need. Perfect. Now they're one and one. Get out of here. Let's go. I'm cool with that. Uh, it works perfectly. And you know what? By doing it that way, you still have the ability to squeeze on the Miztourage and the Miz against Jason Jordan oh, and the Hardys. Oh, my God. We don't need another match. 12 is plenty. Four and a half hour show. That's 10 matches on the main card. Probably two. I guess they could do three on the pre-show. Well, how long is the pre-show going to be for? Are they doing an hour pre-show? It's a two-hour pre-show. Two hour. Well, there you go. There's six See? and a half hours. Oh man. Of programming. I know the worst part is again, and I'm going to continue to bitch about this. I've been bitching about it for really with over a decade now. The video packages. We are seeing the addition of video packages because of the length of these shows and and how they decided to do things. We see them grow week after week after week, and then we see them all over again. You know, the the final cut of them even though we've seen them a million times, on the pay-per-view. At least do something Mike, different with those. Hold on. Please. Hold on. If you're going to make gonna, me suffer through this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to play. It's not even devil's advocate. Here's the thing. It's not like SummerSlam would be three hours, but they've got to put the video packages on, and then it becomes four hours. And, like, if they decided not to do video packages, they'd only give you three hours. They're going to give you a four-and-a-half-hour show. So you're either going to get the video packages or... Give like me new ones. The Bray Wyatt match is going to be longer. Well, that's fine. And here's the other I thing. I mean, that's, I know that's how Hold things on. work. I'm fine with that. Here's but that the other thing. Give me new aesthetics. No, this is what you're missing. What? They work very hard on these video packages. And? And here's the thing. Back in the day when these shows used to be on pay-per-view, mm-hmm. everybody who was buying the pay-per-views was watching the television. Because you weren't buying a pay- You weren't spending 70 bucks on a pay-per-view or 60 bucks or 55 or whatever but not actually watching Raw. Now that the network is nine ninety nine, it's totally different. And they have so many people, I'm sure, that are buying the network and not watching the shows. And so now the video packages are there for a reason. They're for everybody that no longer watches Raw and SmackDown, but needs to know what's going on before the matches. Brian, let me ask you a question. You can't cut them now. Let me ask you a question. Of course I'm sick of seeing them twice. But you know what? <laughs> That's a great time to go take a break. How many people watch Raw every single week? Three million. On average. Okay, three million, right? And we're saying they're down to the, the nubs, right? They're down to the just the, the hardest of the hardcores at this well, point. Well, no, 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 no. The hardest of the Wait, hardcore is on. the 1.5 million that are paying for the network. Exactly. You, you think there's any carryover there? You think those people that are watching this on pay-per-view, they've already seen it because they're hardcore enough to watch all this crap over and over again? No, it's a different... Just like us? It's a different hardcore base. Just give me some new stuff, people. Will you please give happen, me some dude. some flashy new things? Please, it's if it's going to be six and a half hours, come on! Nope, 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 nope. Just go do something else during the video package like I do. Well, I do, but still, it's, it's a principal issue. No, it's not. If you're not even watching it, then what are you complaining about? Because I... <sighs> Just go do something else during the video package, and the show won't feel quite so long. So long. Don't show them actually all in the run-up, too. It's another thing. We don't need video package on top of video package. I know the show is three hours, for God's sakes, but please. Hamish. We're going to go to Hamish here on the phone, our friend from Scotland. Let's see what's on his mind. Hamish, you're on the air. What's going on? Hi, Brian. How are you? I'm doing great. 
Um, just before I make my point or my question, sorry, I've got a wee point to make. Um, since I stopped watching SmackDown, I've been listening to more of the audio, and um, it's about Ric Flair. I'm not old enough to really appreciate Ric Flair, but I was listening to yourself and Jerry Lawler when you were reviewing the Royal Rumble, and I watched back on that Royal Rumble, and it's the greatest Royal Rumble performance I've ever seen, so I hope he gets well soon. Is that your child over there agreeing with you? Hamish? Hamish, I want to thank you very much for the call. I also, I also hope that Ric Flair gets well. And it was, well, here's the thing. I think it was the greatest Royal Rumble performance of all time. But we've been going through all of the Royal Rumble performances, and there, there are things that through modern eyes are a little bit different. Like, the 92 Rumble was awesome, but it was not quite as awesome as I remembered. Maybe you had to watch it not knowing what was going to happen for it to be as awesome as it was. Whereas, like, the 1990 Royal Rumble, I think it was 1990, it was the one where Hogan and Warrior had their stare down. I guess that would have been 1990. Like, that Royal Rumble was so much better than I remembered. So I got to go through all of these again and and find out if, in hindsight, that is still the greatest Royal Rumble of all time. Because there have been some was. pretty good Royal Rumbles. Well, I guess it depends. See, it depends on when you grew up. Because for me, that 92 one was because that's where it was Kerry Von Erich and it was Hulk Hogan and it was Ric Flair. If you were you know more of a fan of the NWA, it's Ric Flair goes up there and then lasts the entire hour. And it was... For, I think if you grew up then, I think that was the pinnacle. But if you grew up in the 90s, I, I, I doubt that's going to – it's kind of cool. You look back and go, wow, that's a lot of stars. But I don't think it really resonates with, with fans that are, are younger. Well, I guess we'll we'll see as we go along. It was a great rumble. Flair did have a great performance. It probably was the best he single performance. He did on the microphone too. That that helped immensely. Yeah, that whole storyline. It all, it all played into – it all played into the whole big package. And hey, listen, if you want to talk about Ric Flair, I just watched the Flair Dream Day with Precious. <laughs> One of the greatest things I ever saw. You know what's amazing, too? It was, in the magazines, it was panned so bad. Now, I liked it because I really liked Ronnie Garvin and Jimmy Garvin. I love Jimmy Garvin and Precious. That act was great. I loved the Horsemen. So I loved it. But there were people that couldn't stand it but i think when you look hey, back listen, on if it you want to pan it you could pan it but that's but it's thing, awesome today with the way wrestling has changed you can take that from that time drop it in this era and not only does the angle i mean the angle gets better but really the matches around that time that those guys had were really awesome and would hold up today i'm telling you you're gonna go back and you're gonna go you know what thank god ronnie carvin finally beat that rick flair for the title the day is gonna come you dirty <laughs> And besides, there's another dirty. thing, too. If you if you watch wrestling today, I mean, in 1987, that skit was probably just so completely preposterous. Kissing and the mannequin. Flair came off. Well, no, that was awesome. But Flair came off <laughs> looking like a geek. You had Ronnie Garvin at drag as he's getting JJ ready to the win perv. the world title. I mean, but if you look at it today where we've seen so many stupid, absolutely stupid angles in WWE and TNA and... And WCW there at the end. Now you look at it, it's like, man, that's great. It's all context, I guess. Back in a moment with more Wrestling Observer Live. Uh, 
To the people who thought I was gon' fly Y'all a part of the reason I ain't gon' stop Against the odds I went hard until I popped Came from the bottom and now I'm standing on top I had dreams and now they all coming true Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 My joints used to kill me. I'd wake up with stiff knees and a stiff back, and it wouldn't get much better throughout the day. I went to doctors and took almost every supplement you can think of, and nothing seemed to help. Then I found something called Oil Can Joint Lubricant. They use only top-of-the-line, all-natural ingredients, and I know many companies make similar claims, but here's the big difference. Oil can ingredients are scientifically formulated to work together faster than anything else in the marketplace. That's guaranteed. I take oil can every day. My knee pain was gone at just a few days. So if you have knee pain back pain and you've tried everything, try Oil Can Joint Lubricant risk-free right now. I'm confident you'll have fewer aches and pains within days or we will gladly refund your money. Call right now. 800-989-1795-800-989-1795-800-989-1795-800-989-1795. This is an important announcement. If you're between 50 and 85 and worried about your loved ones, you can still get affordable life insurance for peace of mind. My life insurance coverage is guaranteed, and I was not required to get a medical exam. I had high blood pressure and diabetes, and I got my coverage with one telephone call. No exam necessary. I'm a smoker, and I wanted to take care of my family. I called to get my life insurance and my affairs in order. I wanted to do the right thing. Call Final Expense No Exam Insurance. Your rates are guaranteed and will never increase. I called and learned that this insurance cannot be canceled, even if you get sick or gain weight. And there are no restrictions on how my beneficiaries use the money when I'm gone. Don't wait until it's too late. Call now and get peace of mind for you and your family. Call 800-935-2177. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. We're back in the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Our buddy Hamish had some connection issues. But he mm-hmm. says, I had a question. Mm-hmm. His text message actually begins... I got a couple of questions after that call, too. His text message actually begins, Hi, Brian. How are you? Hmm. He says he was going to ask if there's any chance WWE will make a Chinese champion like they made an Indian champion on SmackDown Live with WWE 
and the network available in China. Do me Problem fair, is, can you read that again as him? No. Who would they use? What, in they, China? Don't, they don't have anybody, really. I mean, well, they, they got rid of Ho-Ho Loon. Leo Gao. I don't think it's going to be Leo Gao. The, well, in fact, girl. let me rephrase that. It's not going to be Leo Gao. Oh, come on. So there's Amber? really nobody right now. So I don't, uh, I don't know what to tell you. Don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Why is that so funny? I don't know what to tell him. What do you want me to tell him? What do you want me to tell him? <laughs> Why is that so funny? I don't know. What's wrong with you? Was this how it was all day yesterday? You just laughing like a maniac? Uh, the entire show. I had to labor because Dom was producing. Oh, wait, oh, yeah, I forgot he's producing today, too. Wow. Dom, you do an exceptional job. Mm. This person here says, I saw a steamboat tap to the figure four at G-Town Rumble versus Flair. Chi-Town, whatever. <laughs> I guess there was no tapping out back then. When did tapping become a thing in pro wrestling? <laughs> well, before UFC, guys would, you know, smash the mat to make noise and make it look more dramatic, but it was not considered a tap out. That didn't happen until after UFC, eh, probably the mid-90s. They stole it from UFC. It was actually, you know what, it was right around the time that Shamrock came in. So that would have been 96, 97. That's when it occurred. So, yes, slapping the mat. People used to slap the mat all the time, but it didn't count as a submission. Later, it became a submission. This person says, what are the chances something controversial will happen during the Fatal 4-Way Sunday? Because if you look at the past six years, almost every SummerSlam main event had a controversial finish. I imagine something similar to happen this year. Would you agree? Well, funny you should ask. Somebody on Twitter had a great idea. This actually is a great idea. Because it is a controversial finish. So, last night on Raw, the end of the show was the stare down with all of the main event dudes. The big giants. And it was all designed to build to Brock Lesnar versus Braun Strowman. The other guys were out of there. So it's very clear to me that Brock is walking out of SummerSlam as the champion. And then he's going to be facing Braun Strowman at the September pay-per-view. They're not leaving WWE. They're not going to go get locked in a cage, a shark cage, or any other cage for the fans that didn't know what he was talking about. But this person says, what if in the match... Brock and Braun are both going for a cover at the same time. The referee counts the pin. Not only do you have a disputed finish, who really won, but that's a perfect way to set up their match at the September pay-per-view. Yes, please. You could do that. The two monsters, they're so equal, they both won at SummerSlam. Bottom line is, I'm getting what I want, which is Brock and Braun coming out of this thing, and I get it for football season, and they get it for football season, and why not? I mean, that's really the match. Look, this is where Vince McMahon will continue to say, see, I was right. People love to see two big guys smash into each other at high speeds, and they would have accepted Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe and Brock Lesnar is a story that's still not completed yet, but, I mean, come on. Braun and Brock slamming into each other. It's going to be, it may not be as great as people think it is, but certainly the anticipation for it is going to be really fun. Dear God, let's go to a man who alleges to be Brent in Seattle. Brent, you're on the air. What's going on? Brent? 
No, let this play for a second. Uh huh. Brent, uh, are you there? Yes, yes, this is Brent. Okay, can you get me close to the. Hello? Hello? Yes, uh, should I have my question? Uh, yeah, you should ask your question. You're on the air. What's going on? Oh, yes, hello, Brian. Well, I, I was hoping there was a Super China Buffet Day in Seattle. I haven't heard from you for a while. I had a good time at the convention. I won't be there. But I, but I also, with Ric Flair, I'm really concerned about him, as a lot of people are. I cannot imagine wrestling without him with us. Uh, I don't know if I would fall it anymore without him with us. He just would absolutely crush me. So I, I, my, he's, he's in my prayers. So you wouldn't watch wrestling at all anymore without Ric Flair? I don't know. It just wouldn't. Yeah. It just would. It just wouldn't be the same. It would just tear me apart. Well, it certainly would not be the same. I can tell you that right now. I'm hoping no, for the I, best. I, I don't know. I I don't watch it a lot right now, but uh, you know, the most a lot of the stuff that I watch is the old stuff on the network. I'll just go when there's old stuff. I'll watch that, and so. Um, you know, when I when I watch Dusty stuff, I feel sad. It's not the same. And so when when, when there's wrestlers that, that, that are dead, it, it takes the joy out of watching it. You understand? So you you can watch stuff from 1987 and enjoy it because the people have since passed away. Uh, yeah. If I if I'm watching wrestlers that are dead, uh, and they're especially wrestlers that I really enjoyed watching when they were alive and when they were active, uh, I don't enjoy watching it anymore. No. Well, Brent, I want to thank you very much for the call. I don't have an answer about Seattle Super China Buffet Day. We're all going to Vegas, so... I mean, you could arrange one and just tell everybody where to go and they could show up there, so... The board is the place to go for that. I'm very sad when my childhood favorites pass away, but that's kind of one of the cool things about the network is you can go back and watch them and go back to that period in time where they were alive and they were doing awesome. They were cutting great promos and having great matches. Isn't that kind of one of the benefits of having the WWE Network? Yeah, I guess it depends on how you just you look at things and you, you look at life. And, yeah, I mean, it, it is kind of sad. You, you sit and think about these guys passing away, guys who I grew up with, your Roddy Pipers and, and guys like that. And now you get the, the scare with Ric Flair. And Ric Flair, you know, I'll always tie in with Dusty Rhodes, who just recently passed away, and Blackjack Mulligan, who passed away recently. You know, and it's just... Yeah, it's disappointing and it's sad, but, you know, it's time marches on and I don't get sad watching old NFL films or old movies or old TV shows or things like that. I mean, yeah, it makes you think of those people, but, I mean, by watching it, you're thinking of those people and that's a good thing. I mean, if you listen to Elvis, we just passed a 40-year anniversary. I mean, you know, he's passed away, but can people not still enjoy? Whatever. I mean, I'm not saying Brent isn't allowed to feel that way. I'm just saying me personally... Listen, I'll get sad when I watch an old show that is not that old. Like, if I'm watching something from the 90s, like, if I'm watching something from 1998, and I'm looking at the match, and it's like, everyone in this match is dead. That's depressing. Because you know that they all died young. Every single solitary one of them. These were young guys, you know, early 30s or whatever in in the... uh, early 30s and the mid-90s, and, and now they're dead. Some of them were dead like a couple of years later. That's depressing to go back and watch a match like that. But watching something to me from, you know, the 80s, the 70s, and those guys have since passed away, I mean, I don't know. 
Well, I mean, it also, too, is how these guys died, too. I mean, I can still watch Chris Benoit against Booker T. I'm never not going to look at Chris Benoit, though, and not think what I'm thinking the same way I watch O.J. Simpson or Ray Carruth or, or people like that, anybody uh, that is, you know, committed some sort of act, you know, no matter who it is. It's not like you forget about that, but I try to separate time and place, especially for the business that I'm in. Um, but watching like Umaga wrestle somebody who had also passed away. Yeah, that's sad. And that's a lot sadder than watching, you know, somebody like a, a Dusty Rhodes, uh, against Ric Flair or something like that, where Dusty lived a long life and ended up passing away. I mean, those guys who died young. Yeah. I mean, growing up in this era and, and having to go through all of these guys who have passed away so young. Yeah, it does. Sometimes that does depress you a little bit, but again, you know, as a wrestling fan, I, I get a chance to watch these guys when I really fell in love with them the most, and that's when they were out there performing, being at their best. And I can't, you know, I can't every single time put myself on their private life and their private side to try to put myself in that position to drag myself down. I just, I, I just can't do that. This person says it's maybe a dumb question, but could Jinder Mahal's run as champ be a setup for when Drew McIntyre is brought to the main roster with a possible push to the world title? Further showing anybody can be champ. Last time McIntyre was seen on the WWE main roster was as part of 3MB with Jinder Mahal. There's no such thing as a dumb question, unless you're Ryan. <laughs> Listen, I, anything can happen. Like, Drew McIntyre could lose a takeover and come up to Raw the next, or the SmackDown, the next Tuesday, and immediately be put in a program with Jinder Mahal. Do I think that's going to happen? No. Do I think that Jinder is a champion because of that? Absolutely, positively, zero chance. And one other thing, it's to me, I'm, I'm old. Maybe wrestling has passed me by. But to me, the idea shouldn't be to prove to the fans that anybody can be a world champion. The, the whole point of the world championship is like, that's the thing that only the absolute best of the best get. It's a treasure. It's what everyone seeks, but only a few can achieve. When it's something that every single person can get, I mean, what's the title worth? Mm-hmm. Wow, anybody can get it. It's we like it's lived- like lunch. Yeah, like it's like everyone fighting for a happy meal. Like who could possibly care? <laughs> the title's supposed to be something of such value that everybody does everything that they can to get it. So many men fail, but sometimes somebody gets it. That's what the title is supposed to be, in my opinion. Apparently not anyone else's. It runs these wrestling companies, except for New Japan. Back in a moment, Wrestling Observer Live. The Lodge at Tiburon is steps from the ferry docks and nestled among Tiburon's upscale boutiques, charming cafes, and unique galleries. Dine at the award-winning Tiburon Tavern, serving innovative dishes prepared with ingredients grown in our very own gardens. Starting from $199 a night, join us at the Lodge at Tiburon and create long-lasting memories. For reservations, call 1-877-614-6068. Join us at the Lodge at Tiburon or go to lodgeattiburon.com. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right. 
Call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. The sun can make your outdoor deck and patio space so hot and uncomfortable, you can't use it. But now there's the Sunsetter Retractable Awning. A Sunsetter Retractable Awning opens and closes in just 60 seconds, and it keeps your patio about 20 degrees cooler. It provides instant shade and protection from the sun's harmful rays. You can get your Sunsetter for as little as $5.99 when you call now to get your special $200 discount certificate and free awning idea kit. You're going to love your Sunsetter Retractable Awning. Sunsetter awnings are assembled in America and guaranteed to last. So call 800 692 0268 now to get a free awning idea kit with DVD plus your $200 Sunsetter discount certificate. This is a limited time offer, so call 800 692 0268. That's 800 692 0268 for your free awning idea kit with DVD and $200 discount certificate. There's no obligation, so call 800 692 0268 now. Guys don't really talk about antiperspirant. Despite that, 91% of Dove Men Plus Care users recommend it. Here's what they said. It blocks the, you know, perspiration, I think is the fancy word. It's comfortable. Uh, it smells nice. My girl likes the smell. Well, it's, it, I, I don't know. Ah, it's hard. I think it's quite masculine. Uh, my underarms aren't the worst thing at the gym. It's kind of like the Hoover Dam from my armpits, I guess. Dove Men Plus Care Antiperspirant. Tough on sweat, not on skin. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. We're back here on the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. So here are the numbers here today. 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. Text messages, 425-780-7566. At Brian Alvarez on Twitter, if you'd like to contact me there. Such as Jim here, who says, Remember the night on WCW Saturday Night, Ric Flair wore a pair of jeans and loafers and danced to The Wanderer. I don't remember that, but that sounds (laughs) unbelievable. That was Ric Flair's favorite song by Dion. (laughs) Laura here says, Was that really the Brent? He should be on more. Yes, that was really the Brent Kremen. Calling into the show here because I ignored him about Super China Buffet Day <laughs> because I thought it was patently obvious there wasn't one in Seattle because we were all going to Vegas. Apparently it was not patently obvious. But like I said, if you're in Seattle, you can arrange one on your own. Just go to the board, the board at WrestlingObserver.com, and go to the Empire Meet and Greet or Meet Up Thread or whatever it's called and say you want to do Super China Buffet Day in Seattle and see who wants to come along. 
You don't have to pay for everybody. You all just meet somewhere. We haven't plugged him much because of the convention and everything. The convention. Like yeah. All right, let's go to the phones. Ed in Cleveland. Not Ed in San Antonio. Ed in Cleveland, you're on the air. What's up? Uh, I'm calling about a few, like two Sundays ago. There was something I've been trying to call in uh, for the past few weeks. Uh, Mike said something about uh, how Owens tweeted that the Mount Rushmore was going to be in Montreal. And he thought that it was because of that whole Sami Zayn uh, finish at the end. It's actually because IWS ran a show, IWS being Owens and Zayn's home fed, and the Young Bucks were on it in Montreal the same night that Owens was. So he was alluding to the PWG faction, not anything to do with Sami Zayn. I see. So it was was the Young Bucks, Sami Zayn, and Kevin Owens, the Mount Rushmore of wrestling. That's a really great night in Montreal. But Sami had nothing to do with, sorry, uh, Sami had nothing to do with Mount Rushmore and PWG. It was Adam Cole... Uh, or Roderick Strong would have been the well, other. Now Adam Cole's so. coming in, so we're we're almost Precisely. there for the Mount Rushmore in WWE. Precisely. But, yeah, All right. that's about it. I was just right. wanted to clarify that because I'm a picky jerk. <laughs> well, Bye. Thank you very much for the call. We appreciate picky jerks here on this show. Super. Yeah. One of them is a co-host. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to Jay in Rhode Island. <laughs> when are you going to Vegas? Jay, you're on the air. What's going on? <laughs> going on first time caller long time subscriber how's it going out there it's going um, great well, i want to talk about SummerSlam. i'm uh, headed out to SummerSlam with my son to new york this year for the third year in a row um i want to know if there's a list anywhere i have two things actually the first thing is if there's a list of like some of the festivities that are going on out there oh man there's got to be like have you checked wwe.com they've always got like nine million things that they've got going on SummerSlam you're, weekend. You're right. well thursday is going to be the thing at at, at at the brooklyn cyclones park mcu park or whatever it's called they are doing a meet and greet there before the game there's doing a, a, a signing and all that sort of stuff and there are again there are a bunch of events that they're doing you may have to go to i don't know if you go to the wwe corporate site if you want a list of like you know all the charity events and all that sort of stuff but i, I know it's out there cool yeah I know they kind of missed the boat by doing like the fan fest like they do for WrestleMania. I know they talked about it for years, but they don't really. They kind of missed the boat with SummerSlam with so many people in town. Um, yeah, well, I think they figured. Uh, sorry. Yes, go ahead. Oh, uh, the second thing was, what do you what do you think the odds are we're going to see a full fledged Shield reunion at SummerSlam? I feel like in my heart that they're building towards that with with Seth and and Dean, and I can just envision in my head in the main event of the four way with uh, Samoa Joe, Brock Lesnar, and Braun Strowman kind of beating down on Roman Reigns. And then the Shield come down to reform to try to once again try to get Roman Reigns over. And that's the only time he was truly ever over when he was with the Shield. Well, I want to thank you very much for the call. First off, in terms of the big meet and greet, I think they figure that with WrestleMania, because they're running such a gigantic building, and they really do have people coming from all over the world, I mean, you can make a lot of money with an access. But SummerSlam, it's a smaller building. They try to push it as the second biggest event of the year. You're not really getting people coming from all over the world. You're not getting tens of thousands of people. So they do some stuff, but I just don't see them doing something to the to the level of an access. I just don't think they're going to have enough fans there for that. So 
That's my thought. Well, I mean, you could do it, but is the juice worth the squeeze? I mean, if you do a bunch of small things around New York and you look at it as a, a regional northeastern thing where people be coming from, you know, Richmond, D.C., Baltimore, Philadelphia, Boston, who might come down and make a weekend out of it or something like that. I mean, you know, that's probably sufficient. I mean, the Super Bowl is once a year. WrestleMania is once a year. You can do some stuff. But, I mean, I think you should use your other pay-per-views as a chance to do something more creative or, or try different things out that you may be able to, to work out and make it special for them to make it more of a destination event. As far as the uh, Shield reunion, I don't think they should do it at SummerSlam. I'm going to tell you why. So the two-thirds Shield reunion that they did on Raw, I mean, everybody was super into it. I mean, I did kind of feel like, I hate to be critical of it, but like last week when they both, when when Seth, or when, I guess it was Dean extended his fist last week, and he's waiting for Seth to give him the fist bump, and Seth just walked out. I mean, they were in Montreal, or they were in, uh, where were they, Toronto? Anyway, crowd's just going absolutely crazy. They just so badly want to see it. And Seth walks away. And I thought, hmm, <laughs> That was dicey. May have missed the peak right there. So then they came out to do it this week, and they started the beginning of the show. And to make a long story short, like, <laughs> it was offered, it was taken away. It was offered, it was taken away. It was offered, it was taken away. Then they got in an actual fight. <laughs> then it was offered and taken away. And it's like, okay, like, we get it. Like, it's like a, are we going to do it or not here? And by the time they did it, I mean, it still got a big pop, but it was kind of like, you 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 were you were overly creative for the sake of it. Like it didn't need to be this complicated. Just well, they got lucky. Boston was hyped. I mean, they could have gotten a crowd that wouldn't have bit on it like they did. I mean, that crowd was completely behind it. So they got lucky extending it out a week and then doing it in the way that they did. But, you know, adding Roman Reigns to the mix, I mean, number one, they need tag teams. That's for sure. They don't need anybody else in the title picture in the singles, the top singles race. You got enough of that going on right now. So how do you utilize those guys who are just treading water right now? Well, the biggest, well, the bigger thing is they're into this. So why just give away the third one right now when yeah. you can ride a two-third reunion for months and then if it starts to cool off, you can start the build to Roman being at it in the full-fledged Shield reunion, which probably is going to be SummerSlam next year because I think they're going to do Roman in the main event of uh, WrestleMania again this year. So it's not going to be WrestleMania. What do you do for Survivor Series? I don't know. You could do it at Survivor Series. I mean, maybe yeah. that's when they'll do it. Like the point is you don't need to do one. it at SummerSlam. No. That's my thought. Exactly. This person says, I think the reason many of us talk about New Japan, as well as compared to WWE, is because it's straightforward with itself. It's a professional wrestling promotion with a professional wrestling product. It's not pretending to be a soap opera. It's not sports entertainment. It is a sport of pro wrestling and currently presents the best of the best. They're passionate. We're passionate. That's simple. Evan from Massachusetts. You know what's interesting about, I was thinking about this today. There's there's a contingent of WWE fans that, I mean, they only want to hear about WWE. They don't want to hear about New Japan. If you talk about New Japan, they get mad. And if you compare New Japan at WWE, they're furious. But what's funny about it is they'd probably really like New Japan if they just tried it. Because, like, when you look at the G1 and the finals and how, for example, Okada Omega 3 played into the first two matches... 
I mean, WWE doesn't do a lot of that. In fact, they do very little of that. But sometimes they do that. And when they do, WWE fans love it. They want that. The company just never gives it to them. New Japan gives it to their fans all the time. So, <laughs> I don't know. It's not like you must watch one or the other. It's like it's not like you're not allowed to watch New Japan if you're a WWE fan, or vice versa. Like, it's okay to watch both. And the things you like it about WWE, like, if you love Braun Strowman uh, being murdered and then coming back two weeks later with nary a scratch on him, then you get that in WWE. If you like that Okada's neck is injured and he tapes it up and it completely plays into a match of the G1 and it causes him to lose, you got that there. It's okay to watch both products and like things about both of them. Why is this a feud? I don't get it. <laughs> like, I don't follow comic books or anything like that. I mean, maybe maybe in the comic book world or in other weird worlds, I mean, fans get really mad at other fans because they like something they don't like. Oh, the internet? Like, I don't get it. <laughs> that weird world. <laughs> What's I mean, look, this wrong is... with liking WWE and New Japan? What's wrong with comparing them? What What's is the problem here, people? <laughs> you weirdos? Just <laughs> It's okay. It's just gives some people a thing to, to bitch about. One, I mean, look, they may be uh, honestly ignorant. They, they're just closed-minded to it, or they don't have access to it, or they, they hear it, and they, they just they have a visceral reaction to okay, it Okay, you can say reason. they could be ignorant. You cannot say they have no access to it. That no, one I will I not buy. But that's, you know... This people... ain't cable in the, in the 80s. <laughs> But people just whining and complaining, I guess, just to do it. I mean, I don't understand why. It's like New Japan's on a great run right now. If it was WWE, we would be saying the same thing. And if New Japan looked like what New Japan looked like in 2002, say, we'd be burying them underground. New Japan was the worst promotion in the world, but worst big promotion in the world in like 2003. It was horrid. Believe me, I lived through it. It was ridiculously bad. I never thought they'd get to the point that where they have now in the way that they've done it. But you know what? they've done it and when you're having a great year and when you have a guy like okada who's having a great year and you got stars like they have being positioned in the way that they are it's great look we all hyped up aj styles and john cena's feud deservedly so it was awesome you know when things are great in wwe they're great we want them to be great everywhere that's fine but i don't judge wwe the same way i judge new japan or cmll or or whatever but at the same time you know if it's good it's good period Jim in Virginia, let's go to the phones. What's going on today, Jim? Hey, what's going on today, um, Ryan and Mike? Um, are you ready for them to uh, do the new storyline angle where Lana is going to teach uh, Tamina to be sophisticated? Oh, God. You know, I thought that was a possibility, but... Oh, oh. What? Wait, yeah, what she's... So, so he's right. That's probably where they're going because that's how they built it up in storyline. Lana is now responsible for teaching Tamina how to be beautiful and glamorous. Ah, so Buddy Rogers is uh, the handler for Jimmy Snuka again. Uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, is that what that is? I mean, this is what this is now. It's just, so she's not going to be a savage anymore. She's going to be. She's going to be Nia Jax. Is she not going to be like most girls? But yeah, maybe like that's some exactly. girls. Exactly. We're okay. going to have a SmackDown. We still we have, we have a SmackDown Nia Jax. Uh, Except Tamina isn't killing people every week. Mm. He's talking about uh, SummerSlam. Um, I think, you know, talking about the women's match between uh, 
uh, Natalia and uh, Naomi. I think whoever wins it, I think that uh, Carmella and Ellsworth will screw them out of the uh, title and, you know, cash in the briefcase. What do you think? Well, you would certainly think from seeing the challenger, I want to thank you very much for the call, the SummerSlam challenger, Natalia, that she would win and then immediately be cashed in on. But then you got to do Carmella and Natalia. Is that really the direction they're heading? I'm still trying to think about the Lana and uh, not Naya here. All right, back in a moment with more Wrestling Observer Live. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. If you are age 85 or younger... Call to learn more about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. The average funeral now costs over $10,000. Are you at risk of leaving loved ones to help pay your debts? A final expense policy for seniors can pay up to $30,000 for funeral and other final expenses. You don't need a medical exam, and you can have lifetime coverage, and the policy cannot be canceled. To receive free information about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. Call now. You'll also receive information about a free prescription discount card just for calling in. Agents are standing by. Call 800-508-5774-800-508-5774-800-508-5774. Call now. That's 800-508-5774. If you suffer from back pain, joint pain, arthritis, or other chronic pain, you need to try the water therapy benefits that Avantage Therapeutic Walk-In Bath provides. Not only does Avantage Walk-In Bath help get you in and out of the tub safely, it is proven to be beneficial to relieve aches and pains, giving you the relief to enjoy your day. You can enjoy taking your new bath and rejuvenating your body in as little as seven days. And if you call today and ask for the radio special, we'll give you a 15 $100 coupon towards the purchase of a new Vantage walk-in bath. Every call in the next 10 minutes will receive a $1,500 coupon towards the purchase of a new Vantage walk-in bath. Your aches and pains can be washed away. Call right now for a risk-free quote. 800-552-6851. 800-552-6851. That's 800-552-6851. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. 
Back here on the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. This person here says, people are fanboys. Nintendo versus Sega, Sony, Microsoft, Marvel, DC, it happens with everything. Yeah. What a sad world we live in. Well, you got... Can't we just all love this. everything? Oh, yeah, you're the one to talk. This person says, what do you think of the possibility of Naito becoming IWGP champion? Love it. It's probably pretty good, and is almost assuredly going to happen. This person says, you missed Ryan and Cumberland's most lucid call ever yesterday. I I hear, yeah. He's only a gimmick when I'm on. That's the way it works. I don't know why. You you draw people like that. How about that? He thinks he's calling a different show. Like other people who may uh, attract other kind of lunatics, you seem to to keep some around you. This person says, Natalia winning seems to set up Charlotte winning it from a heel. Charlotte and money... Charlotte and Money in the Bank after that. Oh, Carmella and Money in the Bank after that, I see. Ah, yes. Yeah. I, 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 there's so many people expecting that Nakamura's going to beat Jinder, and then Baron cashes in, or Natalia is going to beat Naomi, and Carmella cashes in. It seems so obvious. I don't think they're going to do either I, of them. I think more likely with the women... I think Natalia may hurt Naomi or something like that. Then Carmella cashes in. I think you would go that direction. I think if you're going to lift the title and you've been doing this thing for so long, you've got to actually have Carmella take it off Naomi. I think she can take it off any champion. What's the hurry? I guess she could, but don't you want – I don't know. To me, that's you do that with Baron Corbin. I think the feud that she's had with Naomi, I think that actually will deserve some sort of, of kind of payoff ending. At a time, everybody, we're here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sundays, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Check out sportsbyline.com for the full replay schedule. 20 hours every week of Wrestling Observer Live, plus bonus shows at wrestlingobserver.com, only for subscribers. Check it out. We're out of here, everybody. Talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live.